This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. For many years, Heart Life's Human Resources Department had an open-door protocol. Any policy with a question, comment, or founders forbid a complaint would find a welcoming HR manager with a ready ear and a poised clipboard. But after the Woken disaster, heralded by Dr. Herbert West, there was a necessary reprioritization of corporate procedures. And since that time, the closed-door protocol has persisted. The gates of human resources are locked, blocked, and barricaded against the misguided policies outside. If only they understood that the managers within have their best interests at heart. Hell no, we won't work. Davenport's a stupid jerk. Hell no, we won't work. Not again, damn it. Hey, can someone get me a HIPAA form? My printer's jammed. Shine that light over here. Lupe, my lamp's out. Antoine, put your shoes on! Is that... Is that an algae bar, Frank? <gasps> uh... It, uh... Not now. We're about to kill it might be. Are you holding out on us, Frank? Oh my god. You can't... Hoard food, Frank. What? You guys. Come on, Frank. Share it with us, Frank. I Give it over, Frank. It's not my fault you guys weren't prepared. This algae bar is mine. None of you can have any. I cannot believe you just did that. You greedy, unfeeling asshole. I am going to beat that algae out of your corpse, you holdout son of a bitch. Hey, how is a man supposed to get any work done when there's a food riot going on in his own office? Frank was- I don't care. You're better than this. You animals see this? You see what I'm holding? It's a box of algae bars? That's right. It's a box of algae bars. I'm going to put this box right here, and I want you to keep your eyes on me. Look at me, Lupe, while I tell you a story. Yes. Times are hard. Yes. Food is scarce. Yes. Eyes on me, Antoine. Do not look at that box. Yes, I am holding a riot baton. But let me tell you something. When I was 25, I was a junior coordinator, just like Frank is now. That winter, the main feeder cable that connected the electricity reserves shorted. 432 policies froze to death before we could get the heat back on, 
and there were protesters outside our offices. The vice president in those days was Givens, Eleanor Givens. And one day, she called us together and opened a locker in her office, my office now. And she dispensed the batons and the breather masks and the helmets and said that we were to wear them until further notice. And I asked why. And she looked at me and she took a baton, very same one I have here, and <laughs> she hit me so hard that I lost a tooth. That's why, Edward Davenport, she said. She said, because your head is worth more to the company in one piece than it is crushed under a paving stone thrown by the rabble outside. And there's more to it than that. The rioters, they need us. They need us to be cool-headed when the world has gone mad. We are human resources, and we must never lose control of our own human resources. The most important tool you have is your own civility, and I will ask you kindly to maintain it, or we are no better than the food rioters on the lower decks. I've heard rumors that some of them have turned to eating mole people. Oh, I kill for a roasted mole person. Not in my department, you won't, Carson. Now I want everyone to behave himself. Apologize to Frank. Jenny? Sir? Distribute the contents of this box. Make sure everyone gets one. Yes, sir. Except Frank. Sir? Frank gets two. You see, Frank is to be commended. There's no shame in saving a little for the fourth quarter. Remember the fable of the giant squirrel and the pile of corpses? It buried those bodies in the snowbank and made it to next fiscal year. And Jenny, put the rest of the bars back in my office when you're done. Yes, sir. Here you are. One for you, Antoine, and one for you, Lupe, and Carson. Now, if you'll excuse me, we all have work to do. So thank Frank for being resourceful and everyone keep calm. Josh, is my three o'clock here yet? No, sir. What? Have you heard from Chamberlain? N no, sir. Would you like me to contact him? That would be nice, yes. Would you like me to hold your hand as you dial the phone? Honestly? Y yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, going. Sorry, bye. Amateur. <sighs> I am enclosed on all sides by incompetence. Where are you, Dr. Caligari? Chamberlain, is that you up in the air duct? You know I hate it. Hello, Edward. Am I late for my three o'clock? Hello to you too, Dr. Caligari. Why is George Chamberlain unconscious on my desk? Why do you keep sending him to kill me? Well, I wasn't this time. Josh! If Josh is another Chamberlain, he's I- He's my PA. Sir, I couldn't reach, um... That's all right. I found him. Would you escort Mr. Chamberlain to the waiting room? Oh, and... There's a straitjacket in the supply cabinet. See the Chamberlain's wearing it when he wakes up. Um, sir, that woman is pointing a gun at you. She won't shoot me. Won't I? No. Uh, okay. Thank you, Josh. Close the door behind you. You can put the gun down now, Dr. Caligari. I can, but I'm not going to. Oh. All right. What is that? 
Oh, nothing. I just wanted to have a little snack is all. I always have a little snack at this point in the afternoon. Little cookie. A banana. A chocolate peanut algae bar. Uh-huh. I can totally relate. I'm sure you can! No! Have a seat, Doctor. Ugh. Sorry about that. I don't generally let people bring guns into the office. So, when was the last time you had something to eat, Dr. C? You look famished. I... I can't believe you did that. My father was a street-safe agent. He taught me all kinds of things. Now, I called you here today not because I want to kill you. Although, believe me, the thought has crossed my mind. Cute. You want an algae bar? I got banana nut, chocolate peanut butter, apple cinnamon, and uh, exclusion day turkey. Me? I like the algae s'mores kind. All right, damn it. Give me one. What kind? I don't care. Quite the appetite you got there. Another. I only have so many. Another now, or we don't deal. All right. So, the reason... Five days. What? You asked me how long it had been since I ate something. Five days. Well, I see then that I don't need to impress upon you the severity of our situation. When a woman of my importance is reduced to sleeping in a tunnel, fending off carnivorous spores, and making a CO2 scrubber out of an intercom just so she can walk through Sector Alpha without asphyxiating, no, I don't think anything needs to be explained to me. I had some numbers crunched by actuarial, and combined with the reports of my own team, we figured out what precisely the city's energy needs are. The lightning rigs are volatile, unpredictable, and as we've seen, dangerous. As acting director of utilities, I'd like us to move in a different direction. We'd like to try fusion. Fusion power. Yes. Now I had Jenny draw up a list of everything we'd need to build a small fusion reactor, and Josh found one of your old inventories of our heavy industrial assets. I'm not an engineer. Did you or did you not just make a rebreathing device out of a loudspeaker? You're the closest thing we've got, Doctor. What I need from you is to tell me whether or not this inventory is up to date. So that you can make a fusion plant before we run out of heat, air, and algae? Yes. So, in a week? Yes. That's impossible. All things are possible if we all engage in positive thinking. Don't give me your tired handbook pablum. I'm not a rodent. Read me the list and I'll tell you what you have. 300 cubic feet of deuterium at 14 atmospheres of pressure. Missing. A kilometer of polyethylene sheathed 900 kilovolt cable. Missing. Lead-lined ceramic catchment. Also missing. Jackhammer? That he didn't take. Who didn't take? Why are all these items gone? If you'd ever stopped hunting me like an animal, you would have realized that there is a dangerous lunatic loose in this city. Yeah, his name's Chamberlain and he's wearing a straitjacket in my waiting room. Hold on. Hello? No, he isn't. What? No. His name is Dr. Herbert West, and he took all of the things on the inventory when he and his dopey assistant went shopping in my lab last month. Well, get them back from him. Sure. I'll just phone him up. I'll mind to get an outside- I don't know where he is, you excrescence! Now- if I weren't always being dogged by Street Safe, I could talk to Agent Sowell. 
He was my point man for West before all this started, and if I could get access to his monitoring station, we could find West and proceed from there. Fine. All charges against you have been dropped. I'll write a memo. I'm not finished. I will also require a supply of food. Done. And a place to sleep. The waiting room couch folds into a bed. Not good enough. <sighs> My apartment in the tower has a guest room. Still not good enough. Which I will sleep in while you take my room. And I'll need a gun. This one needs to go back to Chamberlain. I don't want to kill West. No, there was an endothermic ray emitter among my personal effects that was confiscated by StreetSafe. I want that back. It's yours again. And your stapler. I like that stapler. Give it. <sighs> One last thing I do need. Yes? Is a serious burst of power. The fusion reactor will require a lot of input just to start it up. That you can leave to me. I have full confidence that I can secure that electricity for you from a certain spineless switcher at the power station. Eager listeners, notice how Vice President Davenport directs all of the resources at his disposal to solving the problems that plague our city. When you encounter a seemingly intractable problem, follow his example. Stop, don't think, consult your supervisor and stay positive. Follow too the example of the newly redeemed Dr. Caligari. Consider the practical needs of the company above all. There is no room in heart life for dreamers. Strong minds and strong backs keep the wheels steadily turning. Will Vice President Davenport's efforts be enough? Can he extract the power he needs from the switcher? Will Dr. Caligari be able to find those components she needs from Dr. Herbert West? Find out next time as the story of our fair city continues. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish.